Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Eater Show. My name is Jay Parker. I'm gonna show you today some video from last year's TME Road Trip 2020, where we went all around Colorado sourcing products for the summer dinner series. We're doing all that again this year, Road Trip 2021. Um, all that's TBA, right? But this will give you a glimpse into you know, what it kind of looks like. And we were at Gray Wolf Resort uh, last year, and that's what's in this video. Now, uh, Gray Wolf Resort is a very special place, and, and owner and chef Nathan Rockwood does a great job up there. So pay attention uh, to the cool stuff that you can do just in Victor, Colorado. It's just right up the hill. Also, there's one other thing I want you to keep in mind when watching this video. Every time you see a little bump in the back of this pickup truck, um, I had a 30-pound battery in my backpack to power the microphone, so not for nothing, but I just want, I want your sympathy when you see that go, oh, yeah, that, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, that being said, <laughs> let's watch this video. You ready? All right, the Modern Eater Show continues. Where are we? Victor, Colorado. What? We're sitting on buckets in the back of a, a, a truck right now, Brian. This is Big Red. This has been our truck on the road trip this whole time. This is a good time, man. Riding up to Gray Wolf Resort right now. And uh, altitude about 10,000. Where is Victor, Colorado? It is just outside of Cripple Creek. And um, we've got our host here with us right now. Nathan Rockwood, what's happening, my friend? Hello, how's it going? It's going good. And George Eater, you joined us as well. This is going to be... Thanks for having me up. Cool little tour. Good hey, man, Nathan, we love Gray Wolf Resort. We want to share it with other folks. Please, tell a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the background of the resort. Sure. So, the well, I'm a, I'm a chef turned farmer, so... Um, I, I uh, graduated from the Colorado Agriculture Leadership Program, and this was my class project, actually. Um, now come to fruition. So um, the background of the property um, is a motorcycle going down the road here. We're located at the top of Phantom Canyon. Um, history behind the area, of course, there's a lot of uh, mining in the area for gold. So a lot of uh, just neat opportunities actually on the property to find uh, gems and gold and just uh, you know things of that nature but there's the property, gold in them there are hills right there is and actually it really does help with the soil and the, everything we're growing and the feeding the animals but um, the property itself originally was a horse property and uh, it was uh, purchased by myself and the Rocky Mountain Organic Farms to develop into an agritourist resort so um, teaching the community about agriculture in uh, kind of a boutique resort setting um, providing all the amenities you might find in a, a very nice hotel in a very small scale. And so um, we you know, raise a variety of different animals. Um, we try and select based on the heritage and the genetics of the animal, uh, as well as plants, um, so that one day I, as a chef, can go back to cooking, hopefully in my own kitchen, and we'll be able to, to share some more about what we're doing over the table. So, so much that we can do as chefs you know, to influence the community. And as leaders, I think it's more important you know, now than ever to to show people what we can do when we choose to sit down and, and eat and uh, find find things that you know bring us together versus tear us apart. So absolutely, where'd the name Gray Wolf come from? So the Gray Wolf is is the the name of the property when it was a horse ranch, and we wanted to carry that legacy on. So Daniel Gray is a kind of a shaman, a, a very um, influential person as far as his ability to teach people about life through horses, um, medicine horses they call him. Um, and he, you know, he's just a great influence on people, and I think especially on my own life. But um, you know, through the horse, life's just like a horse, and life sometimes will take advantage of us. A horse is is the same way. 
Um, once you go through his methodology, you learn about riding a horse, and then you, you get to ride the horse. And so um, it's amazing what it does for you as an individual and for um, people of all ages and um, you know, mental health and everything. It, it just really helps you get control and realize you know, that you're in control and you've got the reins, so to speak. And so for, for everyone, I think, to realize that you know, on a larger scale is what we all need to do in order to get control of. Uh, really our our species you know and what we're doing as a human race so and i think food's a big part of that so when did he found found this ranch so originally it was founded in 2010 and uh so we just finished our training my training my, as a kind of a life coach with uh, daniel and we'll be bringing back horses eventually um to this property probably in the next year or two we actually do have a visit tomorrow from a, an older horse um, that might need a place to stay uh, as it kind of finishes the day it stays but um, you know our, our goal is to give life and that's really what what I think a farmer needs to do and what uh, what we all need to do you know in our daily routines is think about how we can create more instead of take so much so um, great segue into talking about ranching and farming and regenerative ranching and farming That's yeah a big deal to you it is well so I, I read a book called uh, you can farm and uh, boy it was a great uh, game changer in my life along with uh, the folks at the Douglas County Farm Bureau um, they really sponsored me and, and gave me this opportunity. So, um, but you know, what we do here is we're trying to create uh, sustainable agriculture. And so, um, you know, versus uh, monocropping, you know, we have a, quite a variety of things, and we try and keep it on a very boutique scale um, and encourage more of the the mindset and the health and wellness as far as a lifestyle um, instead of you know searching for that almighty dollar. And I think in that process, what what we've found. Uh, as individuals is that it you know it really makes us um, great neighbors great um, you know great par part of our community just really what what agriculture should be which is the backbone of our community and, and the more that we I, I think design communities to be like this in a microcosm you know in the future I think the more that we'll all enjoy the benefits of nature which is kind of everyone's religion if you think about it it's the one thing we all can relate to and everyone's got to eat so a very unique spot that Gray Wolf Resort is and one of the things that strikes me about it is, is that you want to share you want to share with folks you want them to come visit oh absolutely yeah that well you can't have a farm you know and, and expect to change things without people coming to visit and so this was all stemmed actually back when I was in culinary school Margaret Mead uh, you know I had this quote about uh, you know never doubt that a small group of thoughtful committed citizens can change the world because it's the only thing that ever has and certainly I think you know, in Colorado, we're pioneers, absolutely, and that what we do here is influential and always has been. So, um, what are all the things that people could do when they come here? Strohauer Farms and I'm just here to remind you that the best potatoes are grown here in Colorado. Goodness elevated. Thanks for watching the Modern Eater Show.
Hey, Zach Kreider here, Colorado Mills Sunflower Products out of Lamar, Colorado, your only local source grown from a local crop to produce a local oil for local chefs. You can find it at Shamrock Foods, What Chefs Want, Seattle Fish Company. Uh, let me try it one more time, then we'll see. Hey, restaurants, we're glad you're reopening from Colorado Mills Sunflower Oil. We'll see you soon. <laughs> First, we partner with the best farmers in the world, and then we tell them, we will take it all. Process whole spices daily, blend custom spices to order, keep it fresh, safe, and flavorful, all so that you can get back to doing what you do best. So whether you're a restaurant, a food manufacturer, or an at-home cook, be sure to visit The Spice Guy at www.thespiceguyco.com. Hey, Modern Eater fans. I'm Don Trouble with The Annex by Art at Mills, and I just wanted to give you a heads up about some of the great things we've got going on locally in the state. We're headquartered right here, and we're working with farmers in the San Luis Valley to bring you amazing Colorado quinoa. It's just like the South American stuff, but grown locally. We've got transitional wheat flour that's grown by farmers in Colorado and surrounding states who are in the process of, of turning their fields into organic. So we're taking that transitional wheat and turning it into flour, and now it's available for you to cook and bake with. And last but not least, we're now cleaning grain berries in Denver. So things like spelt or wheat berries uh, or pearl barley, those are things that we're now doing right here locally and are available to you. Can't wait to share it with you. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jeff Nations from Aspen Baking Company. It's really important right now to support local. That's why I support the Modern Eater. Now, back to the show. What are all the things that people could do when they come here? Well, you know, there's a variety of things from, you know, the natural uh, hiking and, and fishing up at Skagway Reservoir up the road to, um, you know, visiting the farm, uh, plant life, to learning about, you know, all the different uh, homesteading skills that we have. Um, to, you know, you can go disc golfing over at the neighbor's property. We've got, uh, I think, an 18-hole or nine-course nine disc golf course. Um, to, uh, you know, here in the near future, we'll have everything from, from horseback riding to, um, to hopefully a full commercial kitchen and, you know, the ability to do a wedding and catering. But it's, uh, you know, a little baby step, so we're really kind of boutique now. We, we focus on smaller, um, you know, groups and individuals and just whatever you want to do when you come really we'll cater it to you because we don't have a ton of guests so it's kind of That's a fun awesome. it's a great experience both for us and for you as the guests because there's you know not a lot of other people around usually and it's you kind of get the hands hands-on personal touch is what we like to call it so well we, it's by design yeah as we drive into the heart of the property just in front of nipple mountain it's the name it is yeah so uh aptly named i think for its shape probably by the miners but uh yeah and it's a beautiful view so uh to the right of it is the sangre de cristo mountains and then to the left uh, is phantom canyon which descends down into canyon city um and uh, behind us we have skagway reservoir and the, the great fishing up there uh, and we're on a migration path actually for elk so Quite a few elk that come uh, down the property. In fact, the neighbors just let us know that there is a herd um, just up the road. So, um, so as you come into the property, obviously we're under construction. So we're in the process of developing and building uh, two cedar yurts, um, as well as some other agriculture buildings. Um, working first, obviously, with the county to make sure we have all our ducks in a row. And uh, before we do that, obviously, the focus is the farm. So you'll see quite a bit of construction going on. You'll see a new office over here, office trailer. Um, you see a Geodesic Dome. We've got uh, garden beds over here in front of the main barn house. 
And uh, oh, that's our, we also raised Colorado Mountain Dogs. So that's one of our puppies there. She's getting ready to um, go through uh, a couple more heat cycles before she breeds. But um, oh, and there's Cookie right there. So grass finished beef. She's uh, saying hi to uh, the guests there. Uh, sorry, he. That's a steer. Um, and then so we've got the original horse corrals here um, set up right now. Some with uh, lamb in them. And uh, an alpaca that keeps an eye on them, and those will eventually be moved in with the goats, which we'll be seeing here shortly. But this is the main building, and so this is what's available for rental, both on Airbnb and directly through our website. Um, also, as a whole unit, there's a whole house, so you know different events you can do up here, family reunions, or just kind of fun get-togethers, barbecues. Um, we'll be going to visit a cabin here, um, here in just a second. Actually, Walter, if you want to head on down to the cabin, we'll uh, check that out first, and uh, and then we'll come back up. George, what do you think? I think it's awesome. Bring that right up. Just great, great property. And such a variety of animals down here. Does the alpaca actually babysit? Yeah, well, so the, <laughs> the alpaca actually is a babysitter. He's fixed. So he uh, originally was here with a, another alpaca, but they um, were raised with calves and heifers. So uh, originally meant to, to keep an eye on the, the cow-calf uh, operation uh, when he originally grew up. But now he's here. So he took... Uh, responsibility for the baby lamb that was born and he'll actually probably continue his job as stepdaddy um, for all of the, the baby animals but in conjunction with the mountain dogs they keep the coyotes away and uh, work pretty diligently 24 7 to uh, keep any other predators from the animals as we do uh, open you know range all the a lot of the birds and uh, chickens and other um, other animals we you know we don't want to confine them to the life that Many of them, unfortunately, are, are stricken too in the, the industrial farming system. So, um, in that sense, there's predators that could come, but the dogs and the, the alpaca do a great job. So, yeah. another uh, steer over here out on the grass, um, getting ready for uh, for finishing there. And we've got some heifers coming that are uh, uh, cross between Highland cattle and uh, Angus. So, this is one of our uh, cabins here. This cabin was actually the original structure that was built here on the property, and um, we do have a few guests that are uh, here, but I don't think they're actually inside, so we should be able to sneak in and take a look. And um, if not, they kind of know that we're coming Ooh, down. So there's Jay. <laughs> uh, next to it, we do have a tiny house set up. It's a bunkhouse uh, meant mostly for kids. So again, if you come with a family and you need some extra beds, not just uh, the cabin, we can always set you up in that tiny house. So what's interesting about the property is that as much as you are out in the boonies in the middle of nowhere, there's a lot of luxury that goes on here. Yeah, so electricity is actually wired under the ground instead of overhead poles, so quite a bit of juice coming into the property. And uh, We'll just have uh, Jay peek his head in there with you. Yeah, we've got all the uh, the amenities at home. This particular cabin is set up for... Uh... Hey! <laughs> What's going on, everybody? This is Brother Luck from Lucky Dumpling, 4 by Brother Luck in Colorado Springs, and I am rocking with the Modern Eater. You're watching them, you're tasting them, you're knowing everything there is to know about Colorado. <laughs> Hi, Charlie from Brews Beers here. Our new Belgian Abbey 4-pack is a mixed package of the four core beers made in Abbey and Trappist breweries in Belgium. So we have a single, a double, a triple, and a quadruple in one package. Now, quadruples are the emperors of Belgian monastery ales. They're dark in color uh, with a dense tan head and alcohol ranging from 8 to 12%. So they're pretty strong. 
Quadruples are very rich and complex with big maltiness, uh, spice, and flavors of raisins, cherries, and plums. Alcohol is apparent in the mouthfeel, but not overwhelming, uh, even at 10.5% ABV. So the finish is long, complex, and dry, and they're great beers anytime, by themselves or with hearty foods. Pick up your Abbey Four Pack at either Brews location, 67th and Pecos, or at Colfax in York, and at fine liquor stores throughout the Denver metro area. Take home some Belgian-style badassery today. outtake version. What's up Denver? I'm Chef Natasha Hess and this is Chef Carrie Baird and we are at the Ginger Pig. Check us out gingerpig.com. You can also see us on the moderneater.com. Thanks everybody. It's cornstarch. I know. It's cool. Making education cool again, Jay. You know how? Culinary Quick Start program. We are in love. They're using Studio Kitchen Colorado Monday through Thursday. If you have any desire to get into culinary or you're just sharpening your skills, I'm telling you, these guys, Chef Blake, Chef Marcus, they're instructing a course, and I've been there the past couple of nights, and this course is cool. It's informative, it's innovative, and it has the modern eater touch on it. You can tune into this as well, but you have to sign up for the course. If you go to themoderneater.com, you'll see it on the top navigation bar. It's a drop-down. Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. All of the stuff that we're doing and sign-up information is right there for you. It's a gimme. It's free to you. It's like the cooking classes you pay for. Don't pay for them anymore. You just sign up, and what is the best part of this thing? We got jobs for you. The troops are rallying. The community's getting together, and there's a baseline. So restaurants, if you want to get involved, you're a restaurant tour. You can get involved because we need you and you to support this program with your skills. So what does that entail? This entails getting together and having a job seminar for these students. It's going to be a baseline. You need a baseline of knowledge for your students when they come in. You know they're going to be able to handle a line in a kitchen. So get involved. If you have any interest in signing up and being a student for this class, you can't get in on this three weeks, but the following three weeks you can get in on. Again, sign up, themoderneater.com. You'll see Emily Griffith Culinary Quick Start. But we want you to join the revolution of making education cool again. Right, you guys, back to the show in just a second. I'm here in Colorado Springs with Chef Noah Siebenaller, and we're here to tell you about bread and specifically Aspen Baking. Aspen Baking Company has been baking the best bread bread in Colorado since 1994. Chef, I know you use Aspen Baking Company here. What do you use here? Why do you like it? So um, I use their sourdough, their French Parisian, their burger rolls, marble rye, and slider rolls. Um, I, I was introduced about three and a half years ago, and I haven't found a better bread in Colorado since. So we use it for exclusively for everything. I'm telling you what, you guys, don't take my word for it. Take Chef Noah's. They're making quality product. They don't put in the, 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 the fake colors. They don't put in the chemicals. They don't freeze it. They don't do that stuff. They just bake fresh bread. Aspenbaking.com is where you go to get that bread. And uh, now, back to the show. We'll just have uh, Jay peek his head in there with you. Yeah, we've got all the uh, the amenities at home. This particular cabin is set up for, uh, I think Howard might be in here. Can we come say, take some video? Howard's in here. 
he's actually cutting cutting away. Um, this cabin's set up with three beds and uh, kind of a little living room up front, and then the shower is a has a rock wall shower, so definitely have to check out that shower, Jay. But um, one of our kind of premier spots, actually, this cabin is one of the most popular rentals. What was your question? And so originally yeah. there were sweat, uh, teepees set up here, and we will be in the process of, of working towards bringing those back. We just won't have them available for overnight rentals. Um, you know, any overnight rental, we want to make sure that there's a bathroom available and that they have running water. It's also, just so beautiful out here, isn't I it, know, Craig? I mean, perfect. other folks that come up here, there are fo at retreats, right? So right. think about this. You've got uh, a friend of ours, Jason Newart, mm -hmm. the butcher. He works with the military directly. You've got other things that happen up here. Talk about those. Yeah, so we do a lot. So, I, you know, my background is as a chef, and so we do a lot of training. Jason comes up here and uh, teaches um, U.S. Army Green Berets and Air Force um, soldiers uh, mostly in the art of field fabrication and butchery but um, kind of a neat thing you know he always does to give back to the the soldiers and so we're very happy to give back to our uh, to our you know this great land that we call America but um, you know we have events here too that range from yoga to shamanic retreats to um, you know cooking outdoor cooking and you know there's things like that where you're learning different homesteading skill sets you know um, a lot of opportunities, I think, just for anyone, if you reach out to us, you know, whatever it is you might want to do, whether you're coming up with your family or, you know, you've got a boyfriend or girlfriend or, um, you know, if you're um, looking to uh, to come up and really just learn about farming. And we have a lot of people that are interested in that, that just literally just come up just to, to help and get their hands in the dirt. So um, and we'll actually go get our hands in the dirt here in just a second. So um, down below here, we're going to head back up and check out. We've got a couple uh, sheep we'll visit on the way, but. We've got a garden kind of built in and terraced into the hillside. Well, it is amazing, Nathan, because you, you have so many different places for people to stay and get away. Um, you know, from this cabin to the tiny house right. to even another cabin that's a hunting cabin as well. Yeah, so unfortunately we've got some great neighbors and they've got an A-frame cabin that's uh, kind of a hunter's lodge. Dog out. Dog out. Dog out. Sorry, i got to make sure dogs don't get... Don't get run over here. Um, it's set up for hunters to uh, to be able to hunt elk, but we're going to have it available as well just because, you know, uh, ever since we came up here, we're fortunate to be welcomed by all of our neighbors, and um, they really believe in what we're doing. So they want to offer that um, so that we can have an additional stream of income and, and, and be able to uh, to continue our operations because everything we do, we you know, we're investing it back into the property. So, you know, I work really hard, not just here, but, in a number of different businesses and capacities and the whole purpose of that is to, to be able to invest back into the property and I'm not going to try and find a Lamborghini or you know a Rolex um, which I think is also important you know I think that so many people are working towards things um, that don't really matter versus what what we're doing here which to me is, is essential to what you know the future should be for a sustainable uh, human race so well said uh, we're gonna head. Are we gonna head into this house? Oh, uh, we can. Go yeah. Down? So while we're here, we'll visit the barn, and uh, we've got some uh, garden beds out front. You can see the steer they're grazing. But Walter, let's stop here at the barn real quick, and we'll go in the bottom here. Now this is just a barn. This is a well-appointed sleeping, eating, and drinking, playing all-around good time zone. It is. You know. So believe it or not, this was a horse barn. Um, that was uh, designed and built with stalls in it, and um, we pulled a few of those stalls out and uh, transformed it. 
Uh, and there were already a, a couple bedrooms. It was set up, you know, as a horse barn, but really the intention was to be able to teach through the horse. And so uh, Daniel, the original owner, wanted to... You get to grab to, uh, yourself a beverage when you come on in. Put a dollar in the jar, though. <laughs> Head on inside. The original owners uh, wanted to make sure they could teach, and so... That is a one beautiful barn. Yeah, net. <laughs> So the barn, uh, obviously, we've got a lot of the equipment from, from the guys here that um, just showed up. But we've got set up with pool table and a little bit of a gym. And um, Jay, are you staying in that room? I think it's a little messy there. I too, made my okay. bed. If, yeah, if you want to go look in the other room, it's... Uh... <laughs> this is beautiful, guys. But really, I mean, look, here you go. You got a couch. I wish my couches, house was this nice. Pool table. <laughs> another bedroom. So um, two bedrooms downstairs, shares a Jack and Jill bathroom. Um, upstairs we have a suite. You know, it does have a pull-out couch. Show that bathroom, couch. Jay. And, uh, Get in there, boy. The ability to set up extra beds. So um, plenty of space for, you know, families. And once you add in the other cabins and some of the other um, buildings on property, more than enough to accommodate up to 25, which is what we uh, currently are allowed with the county. We are going to work to increase that, but we want to make sure we kind of baby step it. So. Now, we'd like to go upstairs, but I know you got to take your shoes off. Well, yeah, and I'm wearing my buck boots, but I'll let you guys, if you want to go. Tiptoe in? Yeah, we can go tiptoeing upstairs. And, uh, and truly, this is where you can get into your zone as a chef. And actually, if the guests would like that, you'll cook? Well, you know, we don't do any, uh, we can't sell any meals. We don't have a commercial kitchen yet. We're in the process of doing it. Um, but, you know, I'm always happy to cook for friends and family and community uh, you know, anyone that visits that's here uh that's uh, a friend or family of mine i'm happy to take care of them well let's stroll through here real quick there's a cow out the window here i know i love that <laughs> <laughs> now you, you let them open graze all around the property right? yeah Nathan? so we've got 54 acres here and we are um bordered up on some land that we're trying to get grazing rights to but um the cows we have do open graze so so as you can tell fully equipped kitchen here kitchen um, and then the suite and quite a few quite a few amenities up here cool let's head on down yeah so we're gonna head down now and check out a couple lamb and sheep and then visit the garden um i think we might stop by the smoker though on the way because i need to check we've got some chickens on the smoker and uh, some ribs and uh, some tomatoes it's amazing you guys even have the old uh Hitching post out here for yeah. the horses. I love to see that. Yep, and we'll, like I said, we are going to eventually bring back horses. I mean, we'll be teaching the same uh, learn to ride, ride to learn philosophy, which is life changing. And we certainly recommend that anyone looks into it who might be listening. Um, our other ranch is in uh, Missouri. Uh, it's the Gray Wolf Ranch of the Ozarks. And uh, Daniel and Christina are there gathering their herd and getting ready to teach again. So, um, certainly amazing what you can do when you learn. Um, from an animal and you're open-minded about life and it's uh it's my it's mind-blowing and life-changing so so as we're checking on dinner here right now i think uh, midway through this video people are probably saying i want to study up i want to look and see online how can people look to see what you've got so the best way is just to go to graywolfresort.com oh wow tomatoes are starting to split jay parker check this out baby Woo! Pretty sure. Dinner. Yeah. This Dinner's going to be ready here soon. Good. Yeah, man. 
Hey guys, Alex Armitas over at Sam's Number 3 Glendale. You want a Bloody Mary? You want a cheeseburger? You want a breakfast burrito? Greek salad? Bacon gyro meat? Chicken souvlaki? Barbecue ranch salad? We got you covered. Come down and see us. One more time. Try it again. Hey guys, Alex Armitas over here at Sam's Number 3 Glendale. Now get your ass to themoderneater.com. Thank you so much. Modern Eater, we love you guys. This is Amber with Northern Colorado Potatoes, reminding everyone that potatoes grown here are truly rooted in love and rooted in a long history of being grown in this area. Early 1900s reports show that this was either the largest or one of the largest potato producing areas in the nation. Other states have had some amazing branding, but don't forget we have all your favorite varieties and more you love to cook and eat, including russet. Support local potatoes, you won't be disappointed. Hey guys, it's Caroline Glover. I'm the chef owner of Annette out at Stanley Marketplace. Citrus is about to be in its prime, and you're watching the Modern Eater Show. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Right now, let me tell you about Jeff Rourke and A-Plus Beverage Solutions. He's the man with the plan. When it comes to tap installations and tap maintenance, Jeff Rourke is the most trusted man in the business. 20-plus years, family-owned and operated, does great work, and you might be knocking the rust off of your bar or restaurant and getting things tuned back up. He's the guy to call. If you're pouring in efficient beer, Jay, what are you doing? You're pouring your money down the drain. Uh, money. Don't do that. Uh, foam is money. Get a hold of Jeff Rourke, A-plus beverage solutions. Tell him what you need done. He'd be happy to come out and just take a look for you. Here's the phone number to give him a call, 720-272-3809. One more time, 720-272-3809. It's Jeff Rourke and A-plus beverage solutions. Okay. Hey, you guys, Jay here with the Modern Eater Show. Thanks for watching. Don't forget about our YouTube and Instagram channels. A lot of killer content over there. Throw us a subscribe on YouTube. Throw us a follow on Instagram. And thank you for supporting TME. We couldn't do this without our amazing sponsors, so let's check them out right now. Very proud to be part of the, the Modern Eater. And uh, chefs, restaurant owners, any food service operators, you know, I know right now that uh, delivery and carry out is bigger than ever, and we got you covered. Uh, Cambro uh, has a full line of uh, delivery and carry out items. More economical options are expanded polypropylene or EPP, a uh, nice insulated container. Uh, the ProCard Ultra is really versatile. It's a great unit because you could actually store cold products down here, hot products up here. It's all 120. There's no refrigeration worries. It's all thermodynamics. Just let us know what your food service challenges are, what it is we can do to help you out, and there isn't anything that we can't do for you. So uh, hope to see you over here at our facility in Park Hill soon and uh, stay safe out there. You know everybody with several million dollars of hard assets here insurance is very very important to us. Ewing Levitt covers it all. Machinery, building, workman's comp. Ewing Levitt's got us covered from the floor to the ceiling. From our alley even to the street. This divider, this press, my cooling conveyor, my oven. Ow, ow! Ewing Levitt covers our counter stacker and our employees too. If you need insurance, take it from Little Rich at Rockalitas. Call Ewing Levitt, they'll get you covered.
Hey, this is Keegan from D-Bar in Denver. You guys might find it difficult to stay in touch and stay up to date with the ever-changing culinary scene in Colorado. It's almost impossible. Just tune in to the Modern Eater. These guys have their fingers on the pulse of what's happening in all of the food and beverage in all of Colorado. They're behind us. They understand the idea of shopping local and shopping small. To support them, you support us. Check this out, baby. Woo! Pretty sure. Dinner. Yeah. This Dinner's going to be ready here good. soon. Yeah, man. Cool. You're late to dinner, Jay. So we've got uh, whole chickens in there that have been smoked for uh, about three, three hours now, about tomatoes and some ribs, and we'll be munching down here as soon as we finish our tour. So kind of a just a fun, you know, get together with you guys since you're up here and rock the landscape around. is so neat up here, Nathan. You've got this mix of like moss rock and I right. mean, you've pine, aspen. Just really everything. Everything. Grass, you know, a lot of native. Actually, tomorrow we have a foraging hike where we have a, a wildlife expert, Cattail Bob, who'll be here. He'll be taking us around, showing us everything you can eat. But certainly great for the animals as far as grazing goes. Uh, and then great for people, too. If you notice next door, there's that uh, disc golf course. So being able to come up and just enjoy the, the natural scenery while you're disc golfing is certainly a fun treat. Ooh, baby. Get in there, Grandpa. <laughs> Head on in. I like to hold on to that so I don't fall off. <laughs> Jay? Where are we going to look at now? So now we're headed to, we're going to head past the, the sheep that we've got. Do have a baby lamb here that was born. Uh, probably about a month. Well, no, two months now, two and a half months old, I think is about how old it is. Um, they're half meat, half wool sheep, so they will uh, be producing wool, not that we'll necessarily use it, but for the most part, eventually they'll be producing um, nice uh, spring lamb. So uh, again, you know, organic uh, practices and uh, grass um, fed eventually once they go out on the range. So. Uh, the dogs will be in charge of protecting them once they're they're out. Nathan, I'm sure you're tied in with the community. Do you ever get any like 4-H kids or anything that would come volunteer to shear these sheep for you? And uh, so that's actually what we're in the process of doing. We actually did have uh, the I believe it was the Girl Scout group ready to come up, and we had a um, set up to uh, to clean up uh, the road here. Cause it's where you almost that. got launched last time, Jay. <laughs> Yeah, do be careful coming down the road here. But um, unfortunately, because of the pandemic, we haven't um, been able to do much like that so far this summer. But it's certainly on our list. Our goal is to become an education uh, resource for the community, so a nonprofit eventually that would um, be there to, to teach about agriculture and kind of an institute for health and wellness at the same time. Um, so going down the hill here, you'll notice a terrace garden here into the hillside that has uh, potatoes and saffron and onions and uh, quite a few different uh, tubular and uh, root vegetables. And I believe last time we were here, Nathan, we talked about this is the soil that is down in this. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's nice and black. Right now it's a little dry, but it's the uh, it's, it's same color as you might find in Hawaii. It's, it's very black and organic and um, really high quality. Like I said, there is gold in the soil. You can see flakes of it. Um, that certainly does help the uh, mineral profile, um, believe it or not, and does help with all the animals as they 
um, have a really balanced diet. So over here to our right, we have a little area that's going to be developed for a wedding. So we do have a wedding here in September, and we've uh, done some smaller weddings. But right there is where we'll be marrying a, a couple and about 25 of their uh, family members. So, um, like and said, you're just clearing all that out right now? Is that Yeah, it's just going to be buzzed down, with you know, and then we'll set up uh, benches and chairs and uh, kind of a little uh, altar towards the front where people can uh, do their ceremony and... Really, one of my favorite areas of the property, and it just shows how, you know, rugged the land is as well. And Brian and I talk about it all the time as we uh, travel Colorado, specifically from yeah, the plains to the the dry lands down in the Four Corners to Palisade, and and then into Paonia. And the, you know, if you jump around the state, this is one of the harder places to identify what you can do to ranch and farm here uh, you're in the hills well you rocks know, are all around yeah you know it's but not perfectly laid out for you you got to pick and choose yeah you know uh, it is a challenge let's put it that way but it's certainly we embrace challenge as part of being a chef i certainly embrace the challenge of becoming a farmer and uh you know up here fortunately because of the amount of water that we have on this land that's one of the prime reasons we chose it but if you see the number of aspen trees that are around here it's uh it's tremendous and so that tells us there's tons of water here um, so despite the rocky uh, appearance, there is a huge amount of, uh, you know, great grazing land here for, for animals. And we'll continue to be, as long as we continue to, uh, to, to make more soil. And that's something that we, we have mm -hmm. failed to do, quite honestly, as a society, is that we don't produce enough soil. And so um, we need to do things like composting. We need to do things like using animals. Um, an example actually would be over here. You'll see this is a relatively small creek, or has been... Um, but if you go up it further to where the, the pigs have helped root it out, it's become much bigger. And so they're going to do the same thing here once they're rotated back into this pasture. They'll actually root it out more and help the flow of the creek and, and develop it. Um, but a, as they eat and root around, obviously they're, they're, they're pooping and producing um, nitrogen. That's helping, um, helping the soil. And the goats are doing the same thing. And so once we get into the full rotation of, of everything, it'll be, it'll be quite an experience, I think, to see how much new soil and what we can grow up here because despite the fact we're at 10,000 feet um, there's a lot we can do with agriculture up here and so actually the, the name Grey Wolf was given to, to Mr. Daniel the person we um, had bought it from the founder of the original Grey Wolf um, by the Hopis and they were renowned agriculturalists so kind of a neat story there we've got a couple donkeys coming over to visit um, so they uh, I was they... going to comment on the animals because they're all happy yeah, They're well, through every single one of them. So are the people, yeah. And, and you know, these these animals are not miserable at all. Can you tell? No, no, yeah, it's amazing. What chef? Just, I mean, yeah. tell me. I guess because you haven't been here before. What do you think? I I love it. I think what you guys are doing are great. We did it on a much smaller scale. We're looking for things. We had a couple lambs up at my brother's ranch, and it's very difficult to raise an animal, and to to do it well. And you guys, this is impressive i mean kudos this is thank you spectacular thank you it's taking a lot of work but <laughs> and it's just begun it has it really has so if you'll notice we are just finishing all of our pastures we have probably two more to go um and and then we'll be able to get these goats which you can probably see through the trees there and we can i don't know if i have the key but we could probably um hop the fence here if you guys want to if yeah you... let's say okay. out in here yeah. we'll how many visit. animals do you want to try and get on the property um probably at most about uh well including the birds and stuff really we can have uh up to a thousand but as far as animal animals probably only about two to three hundred or so so still a great um, amount yeah yeah and it, really it's amazing what you can do uh, on a small area as long as you keep 
you know, keep in mind things like rotation and um, really just the time the animal is really dependent upon how impact that land. And you'll see these two center pastures are pretty well barren. And that's to be expected because they've been in there now um, for um, longer than they would in a normal rotation. So right, just be careful of the donkeys. They're very friendly, but they are trained to kick. And I'm not, not playing with the donkey. Not uh, <laughs> not you necessarily, but if they get spooked, they might kick at you. Um, but they're they're very ferocious when it comes to coyotes. But with people, they're, they're pretty loving. God, I would love to see that donkey kick Brian across. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. So, but yeah, just if we. Uh, baby, it's just kneecaps. They're not getting you. I'm going to stay on this side. Well, actually, I can go see if I can get Vincent to come over then here. Get some of these goats wrangled up? Yeah. Here, goats. Goats. Oh, goats, here goats. they come. Vincent. So, how long have you been letting them graze out here? So, this group was put on to that first path months ago they've only been here for weeks so the pigs were in the so you'll notice all the rooting down here that's all we're the losing pigs. you guys come on back so the bigger one here is uh this is vincent and he's sort of the leader of this he is yeah he's the main buck so he might be a little uh feisty but he's just being playful <laughs> Um, so just do be careful with his horns there. But for the most part, he's, uh, he's just saying hi. Um, he is like a dog almost. George. So. He's just saying hi. Yeah. Hi with a horn. That's really what it is. It's his way of being like, hey, I'm here. That's his thing. Yeah. Come on. So we have meat goats. and uh, one of his lost uh, brothers in your sweater. Uh, milk here, goats. Right, oh, and, uh, shit. So like I said, he's pretty feisty sometimes but all it is is he's just playful so yeah that looks playful to me <laughs> <laughs> so i try to uh ignore him if i can but sometimes he uh, <laughs> doesn't want to doesn't want to let you so <laughs> well now, are you just getting meat from these goats or any of these goats so milking? the the new zealand goats which are these taller ones here those are the meat goats so if you see once you ignore him he's really good the smaller ones, those are for milk. So, but uh, you know, now I see little buggers. Yeah, they start reproducing here, and um, this is actually their pasture over here that they'll they'll be in for the most part. So, goat switch, goat switch. And Nathan, what what are the varieties? You said you had a New Zealand and so New Zealand meat goats and then yeah, Nigerian dwarf goats. Nigerian dwarfs, okay. And so, you, would you breed and start selling these as well? Just as um, these are all keep them. Uh, the babies are all gonna eventually, yeah, be be developed, and um, we'll probably um, start processing some here this year. Is my guess. So <laughs> I can't get over this. this. Is as good as any place to. <laughs> And this video right here. Nathan, tell people how they can get a hold of you. Well, you just got to go to graywolfresort.com. And uh, if I can survive wrestling the goat, hopefully we'll be, we'll be okay. But Thanks for the hospitality. <laughs> That's Nathan Rockwood. This is Gray Wolf Resort, Victor, Colorado. The Modern Eater Show continues. <laughs>